Another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas, and today I have uh, a very special treat for you all. We're sitting here in Mexico City uh, with some very special guests. Right now, we're listening to a track by Valentina Blue. The track is Higher and Higher, uh, and we're going to wrap up the song, and then we'll come and chat with our very, very special guests. <laughs> And today in the studio, we are joined by Valentina Blue and Fernando Fanete uh, from New York City, but, you know, asterisk, asterisk. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you guys doing? Great. Doing pretty well today, yeah. Excited to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. Uh, I, I think I think um, you have followed, Valentina, I think you followed, like, uh, Song Mess I, I, on Instagram for a while. And uh-huh. I think we've, like, interacted casually. Yeah. But it was actually friend of the show, Oscar Morales of Bring
Hearing My Noise, who like was like, hey, like, you know, have you heard about Antina Blue? Like, I really like what she's doing, da 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 da. And so, like, put you back in my orbit. And I'm like really excited to like have you guys here today and talk about some some musica. Yes. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> do it. Um, but yeah, we're in Mexico City. What are you, what are you guys doing down here uh, at the moment? Uh, we're just visiting. Well, we're, we came for a wedding, for a friend's mm-hmm. wedding, actually, and then we decided to take the chance and, op- and see the city and explore like the scene. We know so many like mu- amazing musicians that are here, right. so we just wanted to explore. Do you have any music friends down here? Yeah. Um, who do you who do you know? Maybe maybe we know them in common or something. Um, well, not here at the moment, ah. but Jose Log is a good friend of mine. Okay. Um, we have. Uh, Joaquina Mertz. Joaquina Mertz. Uh, Diego Torres. Diego Torres, amazing. I feel like a percussionist. Ah, He plays with uh, Josean and other people. uh, He played recently with Alex Ferreira. Oh, okay. Uh Played percussion, great percussionist. Um, Who else is here? Um, I mean, this is kind of like the epicenter of of Latin music. It's just like anybody from anywhere that wants to make, especially if you're like an indie musician or like on the brink of superstardom, like everybody just kind of moves here. Uh Yeah. So like, you know, like Esteban and Elsa Yelmar, like Uh they got as big as they were going to get in Colombia. And so they came here. It's like, it's a really great, or like Mon Laferte, who's been Uh huge in Chile for years. And then she came here and now she's like, you know, co-headlining with like Juanes, which is nuts. Amazing. I kind of knew her before all that, which is crazy. Wow. It's like, whoa. Um, but it's so cool to have you guys here. And um, so for our listeners at home who may not be familiar with you, uh, we have played one of your songs in the past. Um, but let's do a, a quick, you know, rundown of like, uh, what is, because Valentina Blue is a stage name. What is this project, Valentina Blue? And what are your influences? What do you guys do? Um, what is your musical relationship? So let's talk a little bit about all that, please. Yeah. So Valentina Blue is my project. I started it, I don't know, maybe three, four years ago, before I actually met Fernando Faneite. Mm-hmm. And um, we kind of call it like melting pop. Yeah, um, that's kind of good, actually. <laughs> I really like that. Because it kind of reflects our lives and my lives yeah. and my trajectory. Um, it's really a mix of pop music with a lot of percussion from mm-hmm. Latin America and the Mediterranean. Uh, Italy, south of Italy, North Africa, um, some Spanish as well. Um, And yeah, it just came together. The lyrics are a mix of English, Spanish, and Italian, because it's kind of like what happens in my brain on a daily basis. Um, And then I met Fernando, and he's a percussionist, Mm -hmm. a producer as well. So we just like matched really well musically. Um, We're kind of complementary. Yeah, uh, in definitely. many ways, mm-hmm. and um, and then we started working together on the actual production of the songs and on our live set. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I know that again, as you mentioned, you are like Mediterranean. I believe mm-hmm. you're from Italy. Yes. Um, and then Fernando, you're Dominican. Like you're actually Dominican. from the island. Yeah. Correct. Actually from the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a big difference, I guess. I, <laughs> no, I, I, I know. I maybe spoke there, but yeah, like because you know, it's different. Like there's a lot of people who are just like from New York. I mean, like there's a huge Dominican yeah. population in New mm-hmm. York, but like you're from the island. We actually yeah. share similar stories. And that, like, we like both grew up there. I mean, I'm yeah. not Dominican, but like, whatever. Um, you know, you, you are exactly yeah. kind of. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like it's again yeah. asterisk. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> look at the footnote, guys. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like, so what what was your experience? Uh, let's let's talk musically, mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll probably dig a little deeper. Um, transitioning, like maybe like from DR to to the US. Like, uh, mm-hmm. did you feel like new music? Well, obviously, new music did come into your life. Were you already a musician back in DR? I was um, actually. I started playing uh, drums. And I 
used to play rock metal. I was in a punk band called Amilo back in the day. Okay. Um, and then uh, when I moved to the States, uh, I went to uh, music school in Boston. And then everything was um, so, like, international yeah. and, and mixed, like, from all over the place, all different kinds of music. So I think there was uh, a bit of a... Bit of, of, uh, catalyst into transitioning to what we do today mm-hmm. what we like to call the melting pot mm-hmm. which is i think in a way you know like we talked earlier you're a little bit of a nomad right you're here and you're there and you're everywhere and nowhere at the same time i think melting pot reflects kind of like that state of being a little bit of everywhere right but not specifically from you know one place <laughs> yeah that's awesome. and i think that's that's what we're doing today. Yeah. yeah. How, how did you two come together, like in the, in this musical collaboration? Because again, like you, you know, you're the face and the voice, but like you both produce and like you both like again do percussion and songwriting. You mm-hmm. co-songwrite. So I'm I'm curious, like how did this uh, relationship come about? Uh, we actually met in school uh, in Boston, and it, it just kind of happened. Like yeah. I I recorded a song. I didn't really. I was looking for a producer to, you know, polish what I had done, and and I just, you know, we just gave it a try, and we felt like we were working together really well, and we moved to, to New York together uh, to, you know, continue this yeah, yeah. this project. Chemistry mm-hmm. is incredibly important, it's you know. Everything, like, honestly, it happened very organically. Yeah. yeah, like I don't think there was like the idea of kind of producing mm-hmm. the whole thing. Like she just showed me a song, and I was yeah. like, "Hey, let me see what I can do to this." Uh-huh. Like just to experiment, and then yeah, everything kind of yeah, <laughs> it just grew grew from there into what it is today. Yeah, it was very seamless pretty much mm. yeah. I, I love mm-hmm. that in like the arts when like two artists of, of any kind like it could be an actor and a director mm-hmm. or a, a producer and a singer when like they just click yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah like it works and it's organic because like sometimes shit just feels forced so right. this is a great opportunity mm-hmm. for like you know art to be honest and so like it's yeah. really great that like you've cultivated that but like it's more a matter of like you know like there's a there's that connection that transcends all that like yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's a matter of like you know we just connect on this artistic level yeah. you know like yeah, I, I think of like tarantino working with like the same actors uh-huh. or, you know like yeah. whatever um so that's actually a very very cool cool yeah. thing yeah. You know? it, it's growth that's what yeah. it is yeah. honestly because yeah. like we're just learning and you know we're experimenting as we go and that's yeah. it. That's all every it day. Is. Yeah, learning every day. Yeah, that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. Well, we have a whole lot of playlists and show ahead. Before we jump into more music, I do want to talk a little bit about the, the track that opened the show, which is "Higher and Higher," uh, which again, it's like a, you know, it's a very distinctive uh, Valentina Blue track. Uh, what can you tell us about the song? Um, the song uh, came about um, a year ago, about a year ago, mm-hmm. um, and it's very up tempo, very bright and and breezy in a way yeah it sounds a little bit tropical it, yeah. yeah i guess mm-hmm. there's that dominican touch of yours yeah. <laughs> um and it's in english and spanish mm-hmm. and um it really just happened as well like he sat mm-hmm. at the piano and it came out and yeah yeah i think it's a little bit of an infusion of like both our backgrounds yeah yeah um Kind of like that rhythm, Latin American rhythm. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit close to reggaeton, I would say. Like sure. the tum pa tu pa, sort of. Um, I think we added the guitar. We had this amazing guitar player from the DR called Yasser Tejeda. Shout out to Yasser. He's yeah. incredible. Lives in New York also. He also recorded some of the guitars from uh, other songs that we've just released. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of like injected a little bit of that 
rhythmic flavor into it, melodic rhythmic flavor. Um, and yeah, like you said, the song combines uh, English and Spanish, right. and it's a little bit, it's a little bit of a party. Yeah. But yeah, like I feel like again, like Latin American sounds are getting a big, big, big uh, spotlight at the moment, and so like it's really cool because it isn't necessarily a folkloric take on it. Like mm-hmm. I actually this week wrote about um, Twin Shadow has a new song, and it's very inspired in bachata, mm-hmm. and like he uses guira and he uses like bachata sort of like style guitar picking, mm-hmm. but it never sounds quite like a bachata. It's mm-hmm. more like it's like taking these elements and not making, not exploiting like this mm-hmm. sort of like folkloric cachet of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of just like this is good music, and how do I? you know, make it transcend genre and just it just being like a good track. And so yeah. it's really it's really cool. Like I'm seeing I'm starting to see that a lot. Like I mean, you know, there's also questions about, you know, um appropriation. Right. Like mm-hmm. like something like Justin Bieber's sorry kind of uh-huh. using a them bow beat. Mm-hmm. It's a little like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean yeah, but it is part of the conversation. And I think yeah. it's pretty cool like how this is, you know, uh, uh, starting to happen and again it's just like good music is just sort of transcending like labels or ownership it's just like it's yeah I feel also like um, our generation kind of grew up with a lot of different influences mm-hmm. like at, at least for me I was born in Italy but um, I I I don't feel Italian in a way you know like I lived in different countries and when I moved to the U.S. Basically, my whole like circle of friends is from different parts of Latin right. America, and, and like I spend most of the day speaking Spanish, and it's just it's hard, you know, to right. um, to feel just one in a one way in a, mm-hmm. nationality speaking, yeah. and and the the whole conversation about cultural appropriation is very interesting because it's something I do think about a lot, right. um, but it's really hard to 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 draw the lines yeah. you know and, mm-hmm. and feel like okay what am I doing what's my place and like how do I want to play into this yeah. you know, and, conversation and more than reaching a, dis- a like a specific sort of answer it's just important to keep questioning uh-huh. you know think about yeah. like you know is this being done respectfully exactly. is this like yeah. interesting I mean like because like you know later on in the playlist we're going to play like Arabian music and like we, we were talking about like you know you guys have influences like that are very very global here mm-hmm. which is pretty cool um, and rare honestly like a lot of people tend to just have a very narrow uh, focus so um, I'm very excited to like you know keep talking about this stuff but ultimately I think it is a question I think it is it's so it's a regular questioning yeah. I think that's like these days like people are very conclusive very fast and it's just like subjects and, and questions evolve you know mm-hmm. and so like it's it's interesting to reapproach that and you know always sort of like think about how that refracts the work that you're doing uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, well anyway there's plenty more to, to talk about um, let's ca- uh, carry on with the playlist we have a track by Bombe Stereo coming up next uh, and again like I'm really excited about the playlist because like you know it's kind of on the pop side there's some stuff that I've never heard before so I'm actually really excited to, to highlight all these all these tracks today um, but we're going to listen to Somos Dos um, I feel like this is off um, God, Amanecer Amane- uh, yeah Amanecer yeah. Uh-huh. Um, if I remember correctly yeah yeah um, Love that album. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was. I mean it blew up. You yeah. know, that's that's the, that's the song that made yeah. them kind of mainstream at this mm. point, uh, or that album. I mean, yeah. I mean the whole album is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. definitely recommend. So, <laughs> heard. so why Somos Dos? Why are we listening to Somos Dos today? It really like we listened to that album a lot, as yeah. well as the previous one. Um, 
and we just love like their production, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. from those two albums, um, their songwriting, and just the way it the whole thing sounds. It's an experience. Like it's pop, but it's like it's mm -hmm. well done pop. You know yeah. what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like it's candy yeah, <laughs> to it's, my it's ears. Your candy. I think yeah. It, it, it's, yeah, like you said, it's pop, but I think it, it captures very well kind of like the origins of the music that they play with. You know, I think it, it it's kind of like... Um, it's well a col Yeah, yeah a, a collage of, of Latino music, yeah. but packaged into a mainstream kind of market. Um, I just, I love it. I love that album. Yeah, yeah I mm -hmm. think I remember hearing that, I believe it's Simon, he's like the main composer. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, Lee does obviously the songwriting and she works on the music as well, but but I believe it's Simon who's the guitarist or the synth guy, I forget, um, that he like usually like travels around and does a lot of research before yes. he starts working on the album. Because like, yeah, I mean, it, it is very much a clash of, of different sounds. So mm -hmm. I, I again, I, I love that. I, I love that factoid when I when I heard about, about that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's so smart. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously he has the money to do that at this point, but it is cool that they do that. Like yeah. so many people are just like, meh, I heard this beat on the radio it was uh -huh. cool. And that's it, yeah. 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 Um, mm -hmm. All right, so let's go ahead and listen to that. Uh, this is uh, Bomba Stereo. The track is Somos Dos, and we will be right back with more Valentina Blue and Fernando Faneite. Somos dos, 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 somos dos
Y si el pueblo pide, chipapenme. Y si el pueblo pide, lego, lego. Y si el pueblo pide, no se lo va a negar. Si la mujer pide, pues yo le voy a dar. Y si el pueblo pide, no se lo va a negar. Si la mujer pide, pues yo le voy a dar. Suénalo, pa' que acelera lo todo el mundo está bajo y se mide ese y pégalo. No me mates la vibra hasta ahora y gozatilo. Métele esa zoom, mami, como dice tío. Ya tú sabes quiénes son, me resuelto de montón. Dios bendiga el reggaetón, amén. Hasta abajo así soy yo, Yankee Pasta me inspiró. Bajo fuerte como Ron, falla con mi pantalón bailando reggaetón. No se lo voy a negar, si la mujer pide. Pues yo le voy a dar Y si el pueblo pide No se lo voy a negar Si la mujer pide Pues yo le voy a dar El reggaeton la pone friki Se pega como Kiki Como llavia con el wiki wiki La vida loca como Ricky No te la de de piki Que yo te he visto fumando pipi Tú sabes quiénes son Me resuelto de montón Dios bendiga el reggaeton Amén hasta abajo así soy yo, Yankee Pasta me inspiró, bajo fuerte como Ron, Ron, y si el pueblo pide, no se lo va a negar, si la mujer pide, pues yo le voy a dar, y si el pueblo pide, no se lo va a negar, si la mujer pide, pues yo le voy a dar, el negocio socio. Chibabin me. me. Sky rompiendo. Sky. Tiny. Tiny. Viste. Viste. And the second song that we just heard there is uh, J Balvin's latest single. It's reggaeton. Because uh-huh. um, you guys were very like, when I was like, so like, what, what, what should we play? And you guys were like, J Balvin. <laughs> um, so I'm guessing you guys uh, really were into Vibras this year. Absolutely. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I think it's probably the album I most heard this year. Really? Uh, I, 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 so, I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of my top three. Yeah, uh, yeah I can vouch for that. It's yeah. just the production <laughs> is so freaking mm-hmm. good. Like. That's so fun. Yeah. I, like, it is very interesting, mm-hmm. but I thought it was boring. I wasn't into really? it at all. I wasn't into it at all. Like, yeah. I guess Mi Gente was like a smash. Uh-huh. You know? The only song that I really like is Brillo, uh-huh. but it's because oh, yeah. of Rosalia that uh-huh. I liked it. Yeah. I didn't really care for his part on it. Uh-huh. Like, um, but, I just love the production. Like, it's really, really mm-hmm. well done. Like, it's very interesting. Yeah. And it's not, it's reggaeton, but it's mm-hmm. unique, like, it's, in its yeah. own way. It's like, a new the production. View. Yeah. So we, really liked it <laughs> to me uh, I think his approach this one was with uh, Sky right uh-huh. not, not the whole thing not though. the whole thing but mm-hmm. most of it right mm-hmm. um, uh, who is Sky Sky is Rompiendo is one of the producers oh really mm-hmm. I believe he's Colombian, Colombian yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, like it's, it's reggaeton but it, to me it sounds fresh right, right it right. doesn't sound like the same thing so yeah like it's like uh, kind of like a 
a different uh, vantage point on reggaeton, which I, I really enjoyed. It felt yeah. futuristic. Mm-hmm. It yeah. felt like, what's, yeah. what is next for reggaeton? It sounds like they sat in a room, lit up, and then they were <laughs> yeah. like, so what is the future of reggaeton? And it's yeah. what it sounds like. I didn't necessarily like it, maybe, because I'm also not a big reggaeton fan, mm-hmm. so like I'm sure that, has, that plays into it, because everybody loved Vibras. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, it is interesting. I mm-hmm. do appreciate it for that. Like, mm-hmm. I remember, like, uh, I don't know if you guys listen to El Guincho, but, like, mm-hmm. El Guincho's last album, Iperacia, was very, like, so what do tro- tropical sound like, you know, tropical sounds sound like in the future? Uh-huh. And, I, again, I don't think, I didn't care for it. I didn't like that album. Yeah. Um, but his production on Rosalia's album, for oh. example, I think mm-hmm. where he failed on Iperacia, he succeeded yeah. on mm-hmm. El Malquerer. Um, and I, and I, I really do think Vibras is a triumph. I just wasn't mm-hmm. really feeling mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But I was very excited to play reggaeton because I loved reggaeton. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, he brought in DJ Blast, like Puerto Rico, you know, pioneer. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, I don't know. I just, I really, like, I really, really like this track. I think it's, it's you know, classic yeah. perreo, like <laughs> reggaeton sandungueo, you know. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's just kind of nasty. And it's like, you know, you want reggaeton? Like, here, here you, you go. go. Here you <laughs> just go, for yeah. all the people that didn't dig vibras. And mm-hmm. I was like, thank you. I feel very seen. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I mean, like... Uh, I, do you guys go out in New York? Like, do you hit up, like, Latin parties and stuff? Like, I, I, I'm curious. Like, do you hear Balvin being played at the club in New York these days? Honestly, I'm mm. not a club person. Okay. No, uh, me neither. never been. <laughs> or at the bar. <laughs> or at the, at the bar. Not, yeah. not even. Um, yeah, so I, I wouldn't be able to answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely played a lot. Oh, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> yeah, we're jamming to it at home. Uh-huh. And rompiendo el suelo at home, too. With that, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Is it macizo hasta el piso? Yeah. Duro contra el muro? You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, these are all like expressions that they that they say in Mexico. I'm like, you guys are the best. Um, so nasty. Um, so yeah, so I want to talk. So like, so I feel again like like Vibras had a very international outlook, a very futuristic outlook, and and so do you. Like mm-hmm. again, like um, and because next we're gonna play like some international. I mean, these are all international <laughs> artists, but like Middle Eastern, European. Um, but before we talk and get into all that, I want to talk a little bit about you. Um, so okay, so uh, Valentina, you are from Italy. What part of Italy are you from? I was born in Florence. Oh, cool, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. I've yeah. not been, but I want, really want to. Yes, go there. you have to. It's really beautiful. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I was born in Florence, and I lived in Spain for some time and in France as well. Okay. And then I moved to the U.S. when I was nineteen ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, lots of different influences, lots of different types of music that I heard What did up. you grow up listening to in Florence? Um, a lot of soul, R&B. That's okay. <laughs> weird enough because it wasn't a thing. Italian um, soul and R&B uh, or no, more no, like no. American, American stuff? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, straight up like Erica Badu, um, Jill Scott, D'Angelo, like new soul, mm-hmm. 90s, you know, new soul, late 90s. Um, it, but at the same time, I was listening to a lot of folk music mm-hmm. from Italy and singer-songwriters. Um, so... I kind of developed that love for like lyrical content, like yeah. a, d- a deeper um, lyrical content. Um, like emotional storytelling type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, like more soul searching in a mm-hmm. way. Um, and spiritual at the same time. Um, but together with, with the production that 
for me it's like top notch of like <laughs> R&B and, and hip hop at the time and pop music mm. as well as like a lot of pop music I was yeah. constantly listening to the radio MTV I was just like uh, like obsessed with music a- anything honestly um, and then I started listening to uh, traditional music from the south of Italy okay. and from well the south of Italy has a lot in common with North Africa mm-hmm. uh, and with Spain as well because it was at, at a point it was all the same right. <laughs> uh, and so there's a lot of uh, Arabic influence in the music and in the instrumentation as well like lots the of lute, percussion mandolin uh, yeah lots mm-hmm. of like string instruments right. like, like mandolins and different types of guitars but as, as well uh, um, as a lot of percussion mm-hmm. and the actual rhythms are okay. in common. Um, and melodically speaking, there's a lot of scales, musical scales that resemble flamenco and, and uh, Arabic music. So it's, it's a big melting pot itself. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Italy in general, because I feel like commonly people think of Italy as what it is today in a way, mm-hmm. like very European in a way, like very fashion driven, very food. <laughs> That's exa- that was exactly about to be my next question because right. I'm like, when I think, when people think of Italy, yeah. it's, a, it's a very visual place. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And the food, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a very visual, you know, again, fashion, film, photography, mm-hmm. architecture, yeah. um, just the fine arts in general. Um, mm-hmm. But like music is not something that is just so heavily uh, associated with it- Italy, yeah. even though, of course, there are, are you know. Opera and things yeah. like that. But. <laughs> but, but so like, what is the sound of Italy? What like, what are like Italian musicians, modern Italian musicians making? What, what is the, what is the, what are the genres that people are, are that young artists are making. Yeah, I'm not super like. Okay. Um, Fair. Yeah, I don't really know what's going on at the moment because I left like almost eight years ago, and I'm not really like connected sure. in a way. Um, but um, traditionally speaking, and what I listen from Italian music right. uh, is exactly what I what I mentioned before, like this connection that it has with North Africa, with Spain, and right. with this whole Arabic, uh, and very like. Um, uh, primal in a way, mm-hmm. like the the percussion part is so intense. When you listen to the southern southern Italian music, like taranta, mm-hmm. we've been exploring these rhythms right. ourselves. Um, Pizzica, Pizzica, yeah. And the th- the other thing is like Italy doesn't have um, a national identity. Like what I love about certain countries in Latin America. Uh, is this especially like what I've learned about Mexico mm-hmm. and and also well the, many parts of the Caribbean as well? This attachment and and this like how much people value their own tradition and yeah. their own musical tradition and art art uh, tradition as well that doesn't really exist in in Italy and some most of parts of Europe. Um, mm. And it's something that hasn't been explored yet. Hmm. So I'm kind of interested in, in doing that and what I can do, you yeah. know? Um, so yeah, like lots of different uh, styles of music that are not even listened by most of the country. That's like, interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. I love Italo disco, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. Italo disco. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's so fun. I mean, disco uh-huh. is like my favorite musical really? genre, mm-hmm. like classic, funky. Yeah. I mean, like, and also like, I, I, I never understood why people got so down on disco because like, you know, especially musicians because I'm like, there's strings, there's bass, there's percussion, there's like drums, there's like epic, like it, yeah, it's complicated. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. understand like why musicians look down on disco. Like it's 
a craft. I don't yeah. know. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, and, and Fernando, we are going to mm. do a little, like, also, like, uh, musical theory with you um, mm. in the next segment. But actually, right now, I want to play a track by Pino Daniele that you brought in. It's called Mariluna. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, what, what kind of intro can you give us for this track? Um, Pino Daniele is an amazing composer. Um, he was an incredible uh, guitar player as well. And you'll hear from, from the track, of course. Um, and he was heavily influenced by southern Italian music okay. and Arabic music as well and this track specifically is from an album called Medina okay. which is actually an Arabic word for center of the city okay. um, and it was a collaboration with lots of um, North African musicians as well so That's there you go it mm. kind of like uh, wraps up yeah, yeah. all that I feel uh, Italian music is for me in a just way. for context around because mm-hmm. you're saying was I imagine he's yes he passed deceased. away a few years ago uh, when did this song or album come around like around I what believe time? it was 98 yeah it's kind of like one of these albums that I grew up listening to as a kid and it kind of just stayed with me and it really embodies what for me, it means to be Mediterranean. Excellent. Okay, mm-hmm. so again, this is Pino Daniele. Uh, I'm pronouncing that correctly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this is Pino Daniele. Uh, the track is Mariluna, and we'll be right back with more Valentina Blue and Fernando Faneite.
The second song that we just heard there is by Awa, and the track is called Habibi Galbi. Mm -hmm. And uh, where is Awa from? Um, They're from Israel, Mm -hmm. um, but the actual song is a traditional song um, that they rearranged together with um, with Toma, uh, what's his uh, name? Tomer, Tomer Youssef. Uh, Youssef. Uh, from Balkan Beatbox. I don't okay. know if you're familiar. I'm not. Um, that sounds yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah, and, and they sing in, in different languages as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw them live saw actually live in, in New York, York City. Yeah. They're amazing. It's just... So fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the production was so crisp. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I said, that that synth just pops out, just nice. I, I love it. It's yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. synth is it's great. Fun, and yeah. I said, I even said off mic that it reminded me a, a bit of Omar Suleiman. Mm-hmm. I don't have much of a point of reference in Middle Eastern music, uh-huh. but I did see him a few years ago, and it was phenomenal. And it, it's like it still has that that traditional feel while still feeling very modern and fresh. You know, mm-hmm. that it's, it's. I mean, it's basically a rap video. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it looks really, really cool. Like there's b boys and stuff dancing Mm -hmm. Uh it's pretty rad um before when we were putting the playlist together um you know you guys were sort of like rattling off different names in arabic and like Mm -hmm. i was struck by the fact that like it seems to come very easily to you Hmm. just at least uh, do you speak arabic at all or it's more that you just listen to a lot of Uh, yeah i listen to a lot of arabic Mm -hmm. arabic music i Years ago, I started learning Arabic, mm-hmm. and then I stopped. <laughs> it's something I would love to. Uh, but you do have a base, to. then. Um, I'm very, very basic. Right. You know, just some words here and there. Just I love the sound of it, and I'm very drawn to the culture. Mm-hmm. And I would love to learn more about it. Yeah, I mean, um, maybe you should live out there at some I point. Would love like, to. Would, it would be so cool. I mean, yeah. not everything is a mess in the world. So. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Israel is a little funky at the moment, yeah. but like <laughs> Lebanon, for example, like I've I know so many people are going to. Base Beirut, uh-huh. just sort of like spending a few months out there. Everybody's like, yeah, Beirut yeah. is really starting to pop off. So um, There's some amazing musicians we actually mm-hmm. listen to from Beirut. Yeah. Uh, is, um, Yasmin uh, Hamdan. Hamdan. She's great. Emel um, Matlouti. Emel Matlouti. She lived in, well, in Beirut for a long time. Did she? Yeah. Well, but she's originally from... Um, What's the place? I forget. Was it oh, Jordan? Tunisia. 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 There, we go. Yeah. there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. awesome too. Um, and I think like... Uh, Ewa ML also does kind of like contemporary take on traditional mm-hmm. Arabic music, which I think it's what we're looking for really yeah. to do as well with Valentina Blue. You yeah. know, it's just, you know, how can we take um, the traditions and our influences that, you know, that we're rooted in and 
make it sound like it's today. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm curious mm. about that journey, how it's been for you, because Dominican Republic is very traditional in terms mm-hmm. of its music. I mean, you turn on the radio, and like, you know, now like Dembo is really starting to blow up, thankfully. Yeah. But like, it used to always be like bachata, merengue, and maybe some reggaeton, mm-hmm. and some classic like Mexican pop. That was kind <laughs> yeah. of about it, you know, like. So well, like, I mean, oh, Dembo has, has been blowing up yeah. over there, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, well, yes, for a while course. now. Yeah, yeah. But um, the, in terms of my own journey, yeah. I think that's where you were going. Yeah, yeah. well, my, curi- my, curious, yeah. my curiosity is more sort of like, obviously, you're trying to make modern music, it, mm-hmm. even if it is rooted in tradition. But like, for example, my, for me personally, it was very much about like, I'm not a very traditional person, so traditional mm-hmm. music has never really done it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I, I never really got into merengue or bachata, mm-hmm. but then you have acts like, let's say, Mula, who've mm-hmm. come around, and they're like really sort of like, they're, they're adhering to those roots, but they're also modernizing it. Yeah. Um, and that's so fresh and so cool that I'm like, I'm now starting to re-examine uh, many traditional genres, like, I mean, or like Chanchavia Circuito, or like the ZZK mm-hmm. family, and, and mm-hmm. you know, reimagining these sort of like South American, Andean, indigenous, Afrobeat sort of re- rhythms. So I, I think that's really interesting. I am curious then how, like, what what has your journey been? Like, what, did you ever had this sort, sort of... Um, um, Again, like the sort of disjointment that I felt musically speaking. Uh, um, well, growing up in DR, I actually I wasn't very much into traditional music. So it's like merengue, bachata. Right. Uh, there's a lot of salsa, obviously. Um, I think my generation, being in Dominican Republic and being a very Americanized country, we always kind of like looked outside without looking inside very much. And then it actually took me leaving the country to look back and start appreciating yeah. like the things that surround me you know, all the time. Right. Um, growing up, like I said, I played drums, I played rock, metal, I love progressive music, Dream Theater, Opeth, right. um, Antarctica, Rush, you name it. Anything that was basically done outside of the country. But then... Uh, you know, in my household, kind of like every member of the family had their own kind of like musical style. My sister played a lot of pop, so I had a lot of that going on in the house. Um, my parents, they did play merengue and bachata. And also, like, you don't need to play it at home to hear it because colmados are blasting it. You, know? <laughs> right. you just walk down the street and then, you know, you get soaked in that culture. Yep. <laughs> uh, whether you like it or not. Um, and uh, like I said, it took me stepping outside and kind of looking back to start appreciating those, you know, beautiful musical traditions. Mm. And, you know, we have people like Juan Luis Guerra, obviously, that have been big for a while. Um, Vicente Garcia, which is doing great things. He's doing a fabulous job. Phenomenal job. Like, I love Vicente Garcia. He's he's incredible. His last album was amazing. His collaboration with um, Visitante, with uh, Trending Tropics, I think. It's it's coming up. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's incredible. Um, People like uh, today, like Richie Oriach. You mentioned Mula, um, Acento. Yeah. Oh, Acento's phenomenal. Yeah. So people that are, like, like we said, just taking things from their own roots and making it sound fresh. Yeah. Um, and I think looking back, we're trying to, or at least I'm trying, and well, yeah, in Valentina Blue as well, <laughs> um, to rediscover those roots right. and, and get, you know, reacquainted with those traditions and also, 
you know, learn from them. Yeah, learn from that and, you know, put our stamp on it, mm-hmm. basically, yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel like it's so much of that stubbornness mm-hmm. of youth where, like, you associate, uh, you know, a traditional rhythm with, like, your parents' music. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, ugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Pretty much. And then some, some people just grow up in it, living it, loving it. Exactly. And then, you know, but, like, I feel like, yeah, like, that, that was always my thing where I was very, like, ugh. <laughs> you know, like, ugh, you're listening to Juan Gabriel again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and now I have a Juan Gabriel tattoo. Yeah, you know, there you it's go. Just like, there you go. You know, it's, it's like you learn, you mm-hmm. know, you learn to appreciate it. Or, like, Rita Indiana, you yeah, know, like, Rita La Hora Indiana. de Volver is, yeah, yeah. Is, is very much, it's a song about that feeling, about, mm-hmm. like, you really have an appreciation for home once you leave. Yeah, yeah correct. Um, Irka know. Mateo is also, oh, yes. you know, keeping the traditions alive. Absolutely. Uh, earlier we mentioned Yacer Tejeda, he's doing that as well. Carolina um, Camacho, yes. who's based here, she's yeah. a good friend, she's been on the show. She's doing very much that, like, mm-hmm. you know, sort of, like, trying to find that bridge between like sort of like Afro-Latinidad and like her Taino roots uh-huh. and like mm-hmm. how those two connect and how can like we, you know, build future sounds with that. Correct. Yeah. I, I think that's so interesting. Um, and, and actually let, let's go into that like with the next song, which is a, a track by Trending Tropics, as you mm-hmm. said, which is doing very much of that. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Vicente Garcia is such a, a, clever songwriter Mm -hmm. and like and he does the work I mean his last album I forget what it was called but it was very much about exploring the sort of different African um, diasporic sounds around like that are localized like I remember him in an interview that he did that I like I I wrote worked on um, he was talking about how like he went to Samana uh-huh. and like found like sounds specifically from Samana that are from like the Afro Dominican population in Samana. Like, yeah. and it was like holy crap, that's really specific. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, and of great, course, yeah. Visitante is just like yeah. a damn music musicologist. Yeah, he's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So like, I mean, like you guys were really fe- feeling trending tropics when we were putting yeah. together uh, mm-hmm. this playlist. What can you tell me about about the group? Or what, um, what do you like about them? I, I, I like just the the mishmash of things that it is. Yeah. Um, I love the concept of having basically a feature in every song. Uh, I believe the concept of the of the whole group is to uh, build a track around a certain performer and then have them, uh, you know, like I think write the lyrics and perform their own style on it. So I think the product that comes out of that, it's a very... Um, eclectic um, kind of uh, collage of, of, of Latin culture yeah. um, that sounds modern, which is again kind of like at the helm of things. And I just love um, Visitante's production style. Obviously, Vicente's over there as well. Um, it's just great. I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're about to listen to La Muerte de la Muerte. And this is with uh, Rich, Richie Oriach, uh, again, who is also sort of like uh, a folklorist, singer songwriter, experimentalist from DR, um, and Puerto Rican rapper PJ Cinzuela. Um, is there a particular reason we're listening to the song today, like that you guys just jam super hard to it or something? Oh, it's it, one of our favorite from Yeah, the it's album, one of our favorite definitely. tracks. I, I think I, I love the whole thing, yeah. but it's uh, definitely one of our favorites. Yeah. And I think also represents a little bit of, well, of Dominican culture. I mean, obviously Vicente's over there, but we got, um, I don't want to say it's not up and coming because it's kind of, right. it's, it's, <laughs> it's over there, you know what I mean? Um, the Richie Riach, but... It's a new I, chapter. It, yeah, it's a new <laughs> chapter, exactly. I think also featuring a song where he's collaborated on, um, I think also 
makes sense with yeah, um, and also our the, influences. Right, yeah. and mm-hmm. also the lyrics. Like, it's a very spiritual, dense uh, song. Mm-hmm. The way, at least the way I feel it when I hear it. So it, I kind of connect to it uh, lyrical, lyrically. Lyrical wise, well. yeah. And also, I think Richie is equally, like Vicente is a very clever uh, yeah. lyric writer. Uh-huh. So... Uh, we enjoy that very much yeah. as well, yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go ahead and listen to that. Again, this is Trending Tropics. The track is La Muerte de la Muerte. This is featuring Richie Riach and PJ Sinsuela. And we'll be right back with more Valentina Blue and Fernando Fanete.
Okie dokie. And we are back. And uh, the second track that we just heard there was Gitanas uh, by La Mala Rodriguez. And this was a kind of a huge song uh, in 2018. Yeah. Um, and um, so uh, what can you tell me about La Mala? What's up with her? Um, we saw her live in this mm-hmm. summer as well in New York City. Summer yeah. stage also? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Brick. <laughs> I was just blown away. Yeah. Like, her presence on stage, she's so empowering. She's like, a queen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, the energy. The energy was so so good. Like I, mm-hmm. I got out of the of the concert and I was like I could run like <laughs> ten <laughs> miles right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm, yeah, I love just the production of these new batch of songs that yeah. she's been releasing. Uh, it's just top notch. Like I love it. It's, it's also like amazing. a bit. Well, I mean, she. I feel like she's always been quite sexy, but I feel like it's more playful. Yeah. Because her, mm-hmm. she's also very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And um, I forget the name of the other song because like, we we were torn between Gitanas and then the Contigo. Contigo, because mm-hmm. um, Contigo's super playful. I've never seen her like that. Yeah. It's just very like dance hall and like cute, and she's like in a cute outfit. Yeah. And she's like booty shaking a little. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, okay, girl, yeah, go ahead and have fun. Yeah. You know. She has all the attitude in the world. Absolutely. Like the, the stage is basically just hair. She has two dancers, but she just dominates that. Yeah. yeah. She's incredible. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, and I get, and I get her stage presence because, like, I mean, in rap, you know, women often have something to prove. Yeah. Uh, even though I feel like in in Spanish language rap, I feel like women are really at the front of the wave. Like, uh-huh. you know, women are the ones that are like talking about the hardcore issues, where like guys are more like doing the pop party jams, uh-huh. which mm-hmm. I feel is yeah. such a is such a reversed role from like most other genres. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you're talking pop, like it's you know, like women are the ones that are making like more like you know, hey. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, and La Mala is just so like direct and intense. I, I really, I'm glad that we played this today because like, again, it was one of the songs of 2018, one of the biggest songs of 2018, yeah. critically speaking, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we didn't have a chance to highlight it here. Um, now, I'm getting like, from listening to this particular Trending Tropic song and La Mala Rodriguez, you know, it was sort of like a more mellow, soulful, Not I don't want to say mellow, but it was like a little not as intense or not as pop. It was a little bit more R&B-ish, a little bit more soulful, a little bit more serious. Not Maybe not serious, but a little more earthy, soulful, I'd mm. say, mm-hmm. which I feel like is in line with Valentina Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, and, and again, we've been talking about how, like, all these artists influence you and, like, you really like what they're doing. So, like, tell us a little bit about, like, um, the process of, of achieving your sound. Like, you know... Um, what are what are sort of like musical cues that you like to 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 deliver or take? Hmm. Um, I would say I'm very drawn to pads and to atmospheres, like mm-hmm. dark, darker mm-hmm. uh, sounds um, that go together with percussion and and this like um, the upbeat and the 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 brighter feeling that percussion um, brings together with a darker synth or um, darker sounds, like sound design, yeah. soundscapes, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what that's kind of like the base. What about in your songwriting? Like, uh, do you have like a particular sort of um, style or, or, or themes that you like to touch on? Um, yeah, I, I guess like thematically, I'm very drawn to like introspection and mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just writing about my own journey in life and um yeah i feel like i'm very um introspective yeah introspective and also how that relates to i think people around you i think that's part of the of the lyric Mm -hmm. that you know the 
Valentina Blue has been working on for, you know, the last batch of thong- songs. <laughs> thongs. Um, <laughs> um, and I think um, on par with uh, that kind of like darker sonic soundscape, mm-hmm. we wanted to also include uh, the brighter side of things in including, let's say, like uh, electric guitar played in... Uh, Dominican influence kind of like style you can hear in Higher and Higher you can hear in Black Hole um, kind of like make um, combine those two elements together mm-hmm. kind of the darker and the brighter yeah you know? it's mm-hmm. kind of like um, I feel like a recording theme just to try to get away from um, darkness and, and, sure. and finding liberation through through dance and, and percussion which is what I really love about traditional music in general, like, and, and percussion, and traditional percussion specifically, this, like, form or catharsis that yeah. this kind of music gives you, like, that puts you in a trance, and when you get out of it, you're free, mm-hmm. in a way. Well, speaking of a trance, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, because the next... Uh, a section of songs that we're going to listen to are by artists that are very spiritual and they're very much about putting their spirituality into the music. And then mm-hmm. before we, you know, we make an introduction, I was curious about uh, about spirituality, not necessarily in a religious way, but mm-hmm. like, you know, um, is that a part of your music? Like, uh, we're going to close with another Valentina Blue song later on. And you said it was a very spiritual song. So I'm curious about sort of this relation between like spirituality and music that, that, that you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not religious and um, I'm spiritual in a way that I'm always searching for connection, mm-hmm. whatever that might mean. Sure. Um, it might mean that I, I just find a catharsis just looking at a piece of art right. or walking in, in nature. Um, that's kind of like equal for me, uh, but I, I really need that connection. Like I, I need to find some sort of uh, um, meaning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it it gives the world meaning. You know. Yeah. It, it yeah. feels less confusing. How about how about you, Fernando? Is that is that does that does spirituality in any way factor into uh, your musical process? Yeah, I believe so. Like Valentina, I'm not a religious person at all, but I think what we also bring to the table with Valentina Blue is uh, that looking for meaning, that introspection, that analysis of the world around us and how our actions affect those things. So I think that's uh, one of the things that we explore in the music. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and and you know, and again, like the spirituality and and the conversations that we've had on tradition play perfectly into what we're about to listen next to. Uh, first, we're going to feature Ibeyi, uh, which again, huge band right now. They're mm-hmm. having such a moment, and I feel like society has sort of re-embraced spirituality in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people through you know, horoscopes, but, uh, but other people through um, like more like, again, tradition. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, Ibeyi are very much about uh, Yoruba, um, their Yoruba her- heritage. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they're Cuban and French. Um, and so I, we're going to play Oya. Um, and so what can you tell me about this, this song? Uh, or about eBay, like what what do they mean to you? Um, <laughs> like when their first album came out yeah. about three years ago, I was completely blown away. Um, I just feel, even though I I am not familiar with Yoruba tradition right. and and their background is very different from mine, I just feel very very connected to their music and to the way they deliver it. Right. Uh, it's so honest and so authentic. It just uh, it kind of mm-hmm. puts you in, into that same. Um, 
um, level of, of spirituality, even if you don't know anything about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I just love the music. You know, Lisa is a piano player. I play piano as well. So, like, maybe that... Um, is an extra layer of connection that I feel to their music. And their music in general is just very piano-driven. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Very atmospheric, atmospheric, very, yeah. uh, Quite minimal. ethereal. Very minimal. Minimal. Yeah. I think when I... Valentina turned me on to eBay, and I think it was kind of a revelation to listen to, like you said, such a minimal kind of production, very spiritual, very atmospheric, but also very appealing to a wide crowd. Mm. So... With the song that we're going to show you later in the in the program, um, I think it's heavily influenced by by that kind of style. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, so let's go ahead and listen to that now. Again, this is Oya by Ibeyi, and we'll be right back with more uh, Valentina Blue and Fernando Fanete. Mm.
back, and uh, we're keeping the spiritual vibes uh, with the second song, which is Ife, uh, by Ife, I mean. Um, the track is called Three, Tres Mujeres. Uh-huh. Um, it's a long song, so I'm probably going to be chopping it down a little bit in, in post. <laughs> um, but talk to me about Ife. I mean, again, it, you guys seem to really be into Ife as well. Um, uh, how did you come to this band? Why do, why do we dig this band? I don't even know how we discovered Ife. Like... A friend of ours. Really? I think it was... Oh, okay, uh, Jan. Yeah, Jan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah really but it. it just... I feel like it fits all the uh, requirements for music that we like. It's just lots of percussion. Mm-hmm. True, Spiritual true. connection and tradition in a contemporary way. Yeah, it's way. definitely one of the heavy elements. Um, think like Ife, like Roman Diaz. Uh-huh. Um, very Pedrito Martinez, very um, meditative, kind of like trance, minimal music. Um, I know it may sound a little bit different than what you've already heard on the show about Valentina Blue, but it's, I think it's part of the flavor of the, um, of the mentality, you know, like Mm -hmm. very, it gets you into this introspective kind of like trance mode and then you just like float from there. (laughs) I think that's part of it. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, before we close off, I mean, we have one more uh, track by Valentina Blue. Before we introduce that, I just want to ask, like, do you have um, an album out, uh, a website that you like to, like, where can people find and listen to your music? Uh, and if you got any gigs, plug those too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you can find the music uh, searching for Valentina Blue, B-L-U, with an accent on the U. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very important. Very important, yes. Um, our website is valentinablue.com.com. And uh, we don't have gigs coming up at the moment. We will mm. soon. But stay tuned. Uh-huh. Stay tuned, yes. <laughs> uh, we do have a uh, limited edition of an EP. Okay. Which contains all the five tracks we've released in 2018. Cool. Um, the EP is called Accent. And that kind of embodies the whole concept of behind Valentina Blue, which is being from... <laughs> A lot of different places and having a lot of different accents in different languages um, and trying to find your own place in in this whole universe of sounds and and concepts and and different backgrounds. Wasn't that the tagline, like music with an accent or something like that? Yeah, it's a music maker with an accent. Mm -hmm. It's great. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, it just kind of happened. Like, everywhere I go and if I go to Italy, I have an accent. When I speak Spanish, I have an accent. When I speak English, I have an accent. So it's Mm -hmm. just like, okay, um, I guess it's my thing. Well, I mean, accents are often seen as a bad thing of, like, Mm -hmm. of of, uh, inadequacy, but it's like, no, like, it means that you speak more than one language that, yeah. that's a great thing to have mm. like I mean how many people can say they speak multiple languages mm. I mean you speak English Spanish you know Italian have l- studied Arabic like that's mm. fucking cool like <laughs> most gringos just speak you know one language yeah, yeah. Um, so that's awesome um, is your EP is accent available for uh, for purchase or for streaming on all platforms it's going to be available um, physically as a physical CD oh cool cool um, and um Early next year. Early next I mean, year. Yeah, I guess early next week. Next er, week. Early, yeah, early 2019. Yeah. Um, and then all the tracks are already available on all digital platforms. Like Spotify, Spotify, iTunes, iTunes and everything. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And uh, and again, you are Valentina Blue, I guess, on all social media platforms: Facebook, Instagram, as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
dope. You'll find it. Uh, fantastic. Uh, is there new music on the way? Uh, what can you tell us? There is going to be new music for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, for now, we're still going to be uh, working on this music that we have out. Um, just making some s- small changes for our mm-hmm. live set, cool, which cool. is g- yeah. just going to be the two of us. Yeah. Um, we were in a little bit of a hiatus from the stage, mm-hmm. um, finishing up uh, the material that we just delivered to you. And um, we're working on a little bit of a different uh, live show, so stay tuned. Um, you we're know, going to so, be playing yeah. live. Yeah, we're going to be playing live, and we're going to be doing things a little bit differently than we've done in the past. So Come through yeah. triumphant return. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, we are Song Mess. Uh, you can listen to us on all digital platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, I gave up hope on Spotify because we're playing music and I don't think they want the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can find us on all social media platforms. That's uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. You can always email us directly at songmessmusic at gmail.com. Send us new music. Like I've actually like featured some, some new artists uh, in our playlists and uh, on the show. Um, again, I think that's, you never emailed, but I, I you know, you reached out and uh-huh. that's, that's really like how we're here. Uh, and that's exciting. So, um, yeah, so please, again, keep talking to us, dialoguing, you know. You never know what's going to happen. I certainly don't, because I don't really plan. Uh, <laughs> um, and, of course, just a reminder, our weekly playlist, Bops, is popping as hell. It's usually up to, it's updated every Friday. Link is usually in our... Uh, on our old social media pl- platforms. Um, and of course, if, you, if you'd like to support Song Mess financially, we have a little online store called, uh, uh, you can go to songmess.threadless.com. We have t-shirts, uh, baby apparel, cups, mug, you know, uh, notebooks, sweatshirts. Um, give us your money. We're trying to sell out like fucking Daddy Yankee. Um, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But uh, we're going to close out with one, uh, one more uh, Valentina Blue track. And this is Beneath My Feet. This is a new track. You actually like released this like a few weeks ago. Like last week, yeah. I think. Yeah, right? December 4th. Yeah. 14th. Uh-huh. Awesome. Um, what can you tell us about Beneath My Feet? Um, it's a very meditative track um, with lots of references and, and connection to nature and to, to the way I feel, uh, I, the way I need to be connected to what's around us in order to be, um, to feel present and, right. and to mm-hmm. be um, functional in yeah. a way. Yeah, Beneath My Feet is a, is a journey inside through connecting with the outside to never forget like sometimes we get caught up thinking I think of the future thinking of what's to come and we kind of like miss the moment and miss what's What's surround what surrounds us yeah and, yeah. Behind, like, and yeah around it yeah and around us and we tend to take those things for granted just thinking about what's to come so it's about being it's, present it, yeah exactly it's about being present it's a meditation on that and to you know finding that inner peace with uh, connecting with the outside yeah well my guests are Valentina Blue and Fernando Fanete thank you so much for joining us on Song Mess thank you <laughs> thank you thank, thank you. you so much for having us I'm uh, yeah. so so thrilled um, so again we're going to sign out with a track by Van- Valentina Blue the track is Beneath My Feet um, and this has been Song Mess thank you so much my name is Richard Villegas and we'll catch you guys next time ciao bye See ya.